0: As we go into the holidays, we know that this year has been unpredictable. Some may call it a year of fear. Every headline pointed to events that spark anxiety and depression. But this season, we welcome you home for Christmas, where you can learn that you don't have to be afraid and how to defeat those fears that hold you back.
1: Welcome home for Christmas at Calvary. I want to welcome everyone joining us in person and everyone joining us online. Merry Christmas to you and to your family. I invite you to grab your Bibles, please, and turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. We're going to read verse number 13. And by the way, lower floor, upper tier, the notes are in the Calvary app under the More tab. I'd love for you to follow along with me today as I teach. While you're going there, I just want to say I may preach better today because last night the Daily Family had a Christmas blessing. My son, in whom I am well pleased, proposed to his girlfriend. And I'm going to have a new member in my family, y'all, the beautiful Jada Jada. Lewis is marrying Kate Daly and uh, Take a look here. That's Cade's new father and mother-in-law and Sister and then there's the Daly family and you know, we don't say father or mother-in-law We say father or mother in love and so I am so excited to have A new member in my family let me just say I'm so proud of my kids both my kids met their spouse serving in the local church the Lewis family is an incredible family in this church and they met their spouse while serving in the church you single people better hear me today come on I'm telling you I believe the best are right there in the local church and so I love it I love having a family that loves Jesus loves his church and are committed to the mission to declare and to demonstrate the gospel to everyone every day everywhere. I'm so proud of my kids. So let's celebrate Cade today. Come on, and Jada. Wow. Wow. First Corinthians 13, 13. And now these three remain: faith, hope, and love. These three remain faith, hope, and love. Take one of your hands, set it on your heart. Church, I want you to say it out loud today with all you got. Say eyes to see, ears to hear, a heart to receive, a mouth to confess, all the good things Christ has already provided for me. Well, church, it's been another tough year for a whole lot of people, new variants in the ongoing coronavirus, volatile gas and food prices, political division, cultural upheaval, protests, terrorism, freak weather, supply chain disruptions a shocking refugee crisis. I could go on and on. Did I miss anything? Oh yeah, that was all dumped on top of the already existing challenges that a whole lot of people faced in their own lives. Emotional challenges, relational challenges, financial challenges, physical challenges. In many ways, for a lot of people, 2021 was a year of fear. For millions of people, they would say, this Christmas isn't a merry Christmas, it's a scary Christmas. It isn't a season of cheerfulness, it's a season of fearfulness. I don't think any of us have been immune from the effects of this year. I can say personally. You're not alone, personally. I've dealt with some confusion transition, loss, worry, anxiety, disappointment. Let me tell you, church, if there is ever a year I think we need Christmas, this is it. If there's ever a year that we need the hope of Christmas, this is it. If there's ever a year we need Christ and his church, this is that year. And it's a good thing we've made it here to Christmas because Christmas inspires hope. The symbols, the stories surrounding the birth of Jesus, I think whisper in our ears and may you hear it today. May you hear the spirit of God today whispering to you, your spiritual ears. May you hear the Lord say, there is always, always hope. I declare over you, there is always hope always hope. I'm waiting for the church to wake up. There is always, always hope. And if you believe it, clap your hands and give God praise. Come on. There's always hope. Two weeks ago, we looked at fears that attack our hope and we identified the fears that they had at the very first Christmas. Mary faced the fear of inadequacy. Joseph faced the fear of disapproval. The shepherds faced the fear of sudden change. Herod faced the fear of losing control. Zechariah faced the fear of being disappointed. And then last week, we looked at steps to activate our hope. And thank you to Pastor Kareem Hickman. Thank you for your practical and powerful teaching. I'm so thankful for the teaching team here at Calvary and all of our locations. But looking at the very first Christmas... Pastor Kareem taught us to align our heart with uh, God's will, to stop listening to the voices of of fear, to fill our minds, to wash our imaginations with new covenant realities, to base our hope on the promises of God. And so today I'm going to continue where Pastor Kareem left off and take a few minutes to look at truths that really connect us to our hope. And please, church, Hear your pastor, do not forget to be a part of our beautiful candlelight service this Friday night, December 24th at 6 p.m. right here at our Irving location. You don't want to miss it. Invite your friends and family. It's beautiful. And if you have missed any of this series, please check it out this week on the Calvary website or the app. This is good teaching for you. You know, someone's said that Christians are in the business of, of hope, which is ironic since I don't know if many Christians even know what hope is. Do you know what it is? For some, hope is little more than wishful thinking. So you'll hear people say things like this. Well, I hope. I, I hope I win the lottery. I, I hope the Cowboys win the Super Bowl. I hope that he'll change. I hope she'll change after we're married you listening to me son you better hear me (laughs) the the problem with that kind of hope is that it'll disappoint you more often than not plus it isn't the kind of hope that we read about in the bible because our theme verse says what these three remain remain faith hope and love i used to wonder about this verse I, i i understood faith and love or so i thought But I couldn't get my head around hope. Why does Paul say hope remains or abides or lasts forever? Because in my experience, hope was anything but permanent. Hope was a delicate thread that snapped all the time. Many people need, I really believe, their hope strengthened today. Some of you are here today and you need your hope strengthened. You do. I do. Have I got a Christmas gift for you? I'm telling you, your past is better than Santa Claus. Come on. I got a Christmas gift for you. I'm going to give you some new covenant truths that will fill you this year with strong hope. And before I do that, I just want to answer a few questions about hope. What is it? Why does it matter? Where does it come from? So are you ready? Here we go. What is hope? What is it? You Google the word hope. And most of the quotes, most of the definitions you find are riddled with cynicism and and disappointment. I looked up a few this week. I hope my ship comes in before my dock rots. Well, I'm tired of getting my hopes up for things I know will never happen. Too many high hopes, too many disappointments. Ouch. Because so many people have been disappointed. Did you know hope is seen as a bad thing? It's kind of a bait for hiding any dangerous hook. It's the philosophy of this world to overstate everything, to predict the worst possible outcome. Anyone who's had dealings with, let's say, doctors, you have experienced this. Liability issues cause them to state the worst case scenario the world considers this wisdom why because they don't want to get anyone hopes up but y'all it is hope I believe that keeps this world from imploding so what is hope I'm going to give you a great definition I came across you may want to write it down are you ready for this hope is a rope that links you to a truth not yet experienced Let me try it again. Hope is a rope that links you to a what? Truth. That links you to a what? Truth. Not yet experienced. The key word in that definition is what? Truth. Everyone has a hope rope. Watch. But if you hitch your rope to something that is not true, watch, you will be disappointed every time. Well, I was hoping... He was the right guy, but he hurt me bad. Now I don't trust any man. I was hoping this job would be my dream job, but it's a nightmare. I was hoping that this investment would pay off, but now I'm further behind than ever before. Look, when disappointments come, and they will, I guarantee they will, you may blame your hope rope. Watch, church, the problem is not the rope. It's what you hitched it to. Okay, y'all better wake up. I, I I like what Darren Hufford says about hope in a great book, The Misunderstood God. He says, hope was created for truth and nothing but truth. There's a hitch on the back of truth that we can connect our hope to. Watch, that pulls us through challenges and circumstances. That we couldn't otherwise make it through. See, hope is knowing, not wishing. It's a confident expectation of something that is true, not something that may turn out to be false. Next question. Why does hope matter? Hope is extremely important. But why? The book of wisdom answers this question. Proverbs thirteen twelve. Watch. When hope is crushed. Don't miss this. The heart is crushed. In other words, we cannot live without hope. Hope gives us strength. Hope helps us endure. I love someone defined hope as this. Watch H O P man I'm speaking this over you today H-O-P-E are you ready hold on pain ends if you are going through hardships you better hold on to your hope rope if you have heard a bad report this week you better hold on to your hope rope if you are standing on what feels like shaky ground right now you better hold on to your hope rope if you cannot see the light at the end of the tunnel you better hold on to your hope rope if you are looking out over 2022 and you don't know what to do you better hold on to your hope rope because when your hope rope is hitched to truth there is nothing that you cannot endure as a matter of fact i feel like prophesying lift up your hands and lift up your head church i prophesy in the name of jesus you are coming out you are coming through and you over in the name of Jesus, and if you believe it, clap your hands and give God praise. Thank you, Jesus. But hope is only as good as the truth to which it's hitched to. So if you've hitched your hope to a man, or you've hitched your hope to a woman, or to a career or to an employer or an employee boss now i'm gonna mess with you if you've hitched your hope rope to a political party to a paycheck to anything else you are going to be let down every time i wish the church would get this it's inevitable know what the church is waiting for somebody to come and set up a kingdom for them instead of waking up to the reality that there is a king who set up his kingdom. Matter of fact, put your hand right here and be reminded the kingdom of God is in you. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Where does hope come from? Well, it's simple. It comes from God. I didn't say that. Paul in Romans 15, verse number 13 said, may the God of hope, Fill you with all joy. Look at this. And peace as you trust in Him so that you may overflow with hope. Look at hope ain't something out here. Hope is something in here. You overflow with hope. How? By the power of the Holy Spirit. There is no greater truth to which you can affix your hope rope than. To Father God himself. And the Bible says that that, uh, at one time, I think it's uh, Ephesians chapter 2 and then uh, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 1. The Bible says at one time we were without hope and without God. But on him we have set. Let me say it like this. We have affixed. We have attached hope that's what the Bible says you attach your hope rope to anything less than God and you set yourself up for failure you set yourself up for disappointment you set yourself up for frustration but church hear me you put your hope in him and the Bible says you're gonna reign in life life is not gonna reign over you I don't know what you're facing this year but you are going to overcome it it is not going to overcome you you, and if I have a church that believes it, give God praise right now. Wake up. First Peter one, verse three, praise be to the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope. Through the resurrection. Look at of Jesus. What's a living hope? It's a hope in a risen Lord who gives life, who gives hope to the dead. Look, the world is going to crush your hopes. The world is going to crush your dreams, but your heavenly father doesn't want you to become hopeless. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, you have great need for hope. Watch, you have a great God who knows how to meet every need. Uh, here's, Here's Hufford again, watch. When our wasted hope, in untrue things comes to an end, and it will. And we're empty inside, and we feel like we're without hope. God is there. Now, I speak this over you. He is supplying a new dose of hope because he knows that without hope, we'll never get better lift up your hands because i'm gonna speak over you a bunch today you need it i declare over you today a new dose of hope when you are shaken by bad news and i get it church there has been a lot of that this year i know what the temptation is the temptation is to look around for hope but you are a believer say it out loud say i'm a believer say it like you believe it say i'm a believer. I know what the temptation is. It's for you to look around for hope. Where can I find hope? But you're a believer. You don't look around for hope. You look within. You fix your eyes. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And even the psalmist church understood this in Psalm 39, seven, but now Lord, what do I look for? And then he says, my hope is in you. I get it. The world is full of glory bad news but the remedy for bad news is what I preach to you every time I preach the remedy for bad news is good news it's called the gospel of God's grace and Colossians 1 says do not move from the hope held out where held out in the gospel well anything new the Lord's saying pastor for 2022 He's saying the same thing he's always said. Wake up, church. He's still saying Jesus. When the shaking comes and there's been a whole lot of shaking going on, hold on to your hope rope and don't you let go. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but when the doctor speaks Death, you listen to Jesus who's always speaking life when your boss says something bad why don't you listen to the father who's always saying something good when someone you love is speaking doubt and unbelief why don't you listen to the spirit of Christ who's always believing again what remains faith hope and love church you will never walk in faith unless you're walking in hope and you'll never walk in hope unless you are resting or Walking in the Father's love. Watch, no love, no hope. NO, no love, no hope. KNOW, know His love and you will know hope. Because in a world of shattered dreams, you better thank God for a living hope. Thank God for Jesus. Y'all, y'all just, just, just take a deep breath and thank God you're a part of Calvary Church. Know that I'm going to continue pointing you to the answer. It's still Jesus. It's still Jesus. Thank God for Jesus in whose name we put our hope. In Christ, I declare over you, you will never be without hope. So how do you cultivate a strong and resilient hope? One way is by constantly listening to good news about jesus it's called the good news of hope the gospel of hope we've got to keep listening because that's how faith comes another way is by speaking church we've got to confess speak faith-filled hope-filled words hebrews 10 23 let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering and i love this and i'm, I'm gonna come back to this in a moment for he who promised, here's why we've got hope. He who promised is always faithful. He's faithful. And believe it or not, this Christmas, you can live with hope. A confident expectation that good things will happen. Now, now, now remember, your hope is only as good as what? to the truth to which it's attached. So I want you to consider quickly, a couple of minutes before we make our confession, I want you to consider, write them down, a few new covenant truths That's going to fill you with strong hope. You attach your hope rope to these truths. This week, I want you to come back to these notes. I want you to meditate on these truths. I want you to hear them over and over again. I want you to speak them out loud over and over again. Why? Because I want them to take root in your heart, and you will never be disappointed. You will never be put to shame. Write it down. Number one. You ready? Attach your hope rope to this truth just feels good saying it here it is God is my father I double dog dare you say it out loud say "God God is my father no don't mumble it say it out loud what are you gonna say this week say it out loud what does that mean when you say that you realize God has adopted me into his family that means you are not a soldier you are not a servant you are a son and you are dearly loved Romans 5 5 says now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out the love of God has been poured out the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us and you may have experienced disappointed hopes this year, but there's a hope that does not disappoint when you are conscious of how much your heavenly Father loves you. It's a hope that springs from the heart of God who loves you very, very much. As a matter of fact, I think some of you need to study Romans. Romans is, is considered foundational for, for Christians. As a matter of fact, it's in year one of Gospel Institute. We have two, two courses on Romans And I tell you what, many people think that the Holy Spirit has come to teach us about power. But the truth is that the Holy Spirit has come not to reveal the love for power, but the power of God's love. And you may have, I don't know, you may have, whatever, you may have just, fill in the blank, you may have just lost your job. But if you can stand up and boldly say and be convinced, Jesus loves me, this I know. If you can say that, then you can also say, I believe that my God will supply all my needs. I believe that I will get a better job tomorrow. I believe God will bless me and prosper me. See, when you believe that God, your father, loves you, watch, you are always in a position of what? Expecting good things. I can't help it. I'm just loved. My dad just loves me. And you'll have hope that doesn't disappoint. So let me encourage you today. This year, stop asking God for hope. Ask Him to reveal His love, and He will, and He has. And to know His love is to know that your Father can be trusted. He's promised to take care of you. He's promised to watch over you. He's promised to supply all of your needs. He's promised to walk with you, to go with you. What does that mean? You can expect this year, church, guard your hope expect good things i wish y'all would talk to me today next truth you ready for this nothing can separate you from your father's love do do, do you do, do you really want a truth to attach your hope rope nothing can separate you from your father's love I double-dog dare you to say that out loud this week say nothing can separate me from my father's love Boy, say that out loud this week in this world I get it you suffer from your mistakes I get it you could get fired you could get rejected somebody could betray you you could get divorced you could go bankrupt fact is you could even get killed but your father will never I'm waiting for at least 50 of you to wake up. Your father will never, never write you off when you make a bad choice. As a matter of fact, that's why I preach the gospel. His grace is greater than your sin. Romans 8, 38, and 39, he says, I am absolutely convinced that nothing, everybody out loud holler nothing. Nothing, living or dead, angelic or demonic, today or tomorrow, 2021 or 2022, high or low, thinkable or unthinkable, absolutely nothing can get between us and God's love because of the way that Jesus has already embraced us. Look at this. Paul was absolutely convinced about God's love, and the church has got to be convinced of it too. You need to trust his love. You need to cling to it. You need to rest in it. You need to never forget it. why? Everything else in this world is going to pass away. But it's his love that endures forever. And it's the one thing that you can hang on to. God's love isn't the only thing. I wish I had time today to teach on your union. That 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 is your your uh, you are united. You are one with the Lord. Let me tell you, the believer who's assured of union will have a strong confidence. I don't have time to teach on this today, but I'm feeling it in my belly. Watch if you understand union. Watch when you look out over this next year, you realize it's going to be all right why because the Lord's future is my future okay hey okay whatever next truth y'all aren't getting this next truth are you ready in Christ you are secure attach your hope rope to this reality matter of fact you are eternally secure say it out loud say I'm secure secure. (sighs) say it again say I'm secure when everything's shaky in your life stand up and say it out loud what are you going to say you are secure. When you know the love of your Father, when you are convinced of your union with Christ, you have no fear of falling. You have no fear of being cast away. As a matter of fact, 1 Corinthians 1.8.9 says, He will also keep you firm to the end so that you will be blameless on the day of the Lord Jesus. And then it says, God is faithful. Again, the Lord's future is what? Your future. And since Jesus is eternally secure, Hey, church, that means you are eternally secure. The only way you could fall out of the Father is if Jesus fell out of the Father. And I got news for you. That ain't going to happen. Are you all getting this? You better believe this truth. And that's why 2 Thessalonians 2.16 says, Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father, who has loved us and given us eternal comfort and good hope by Grace. Everybody say it out loud. Say eternal. Eternal. Oh, notice that Paul writes eternal comfort. He writes eternal comfort, good hope, not temporary, not part time, not when God feels like it, but eternal comfort and good hope. In other words, it never stops. It never runs out. It never disappoints. It never leaves you. Y'all, I grew up in religion and The comfort and hope religion gives you is fleeting and it is weak, but the comfort and hope that God provides by his grace is eternal and good. And if you're thankful for it, give God a good praise right there. Come on. Somebody say out loud, thank you, Jesus. Write it down. Next truth. I'm going quick. God is, watch, your present help. very present God is my present help say it out loud God's my present help what are you going to say this week when you feel helpless what are you going to say this week what are you going to say this week when you feel helpless what are you going to say because I can hear it now there's always somebody well that's really nice pastor God is my help but you know I got I got bills to pay and I got I got mouths to feed and and I got I got get my baby shoes and, and 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 what does that mean for me today You read the Sermon on the Mount and you'll see that Jesus is speaking to who? People that sound a whole lot like today. He's talking to anxious people, fearful people, restless people, hopeless people. They're worried about food. They're worried about crop failure. They're worried about Theban tax collectors and politicians, oppressing politicians in the Roman government. And what does Jesus do? Jesus shows up like a hope dealer. I wish the world would understand what the church is. We are hope dealers. When we show up, all we bring is hope. Are y'all getting this? Jesus shows up and what does he do? He gives them hope and he says, Hey, don't be like the pagans who worry about all this kind of stuff. I wish I could talk to the church today that is so anxious all over the world. Y'all, we are people of hope. And Jesus shows up and says, Hey, don't be like the pagans. Hey, uh, who worry about all kind of stuff, who worry about food, who worry about money, who worry about what's going on in the world. And he says, if God knows how to take care of animals, he sure enough knows how to take care of you. If his eyes on the sparrow, then his eyes on you too. And you're, and you're worth a whole lot more than a sparrow. Jesus. I love this. He gives them hope. And then what does he do? Then he gives them food. He feeds the 5,000. He feeds the 4,000. And then he addresses their physical hunger as well as their spiritual hunger. I love that that Jesus shows up and says, hey, I am the bread. You hungry? I am the bread. You thirsty? Guess what? I am living water. Hey, church, remember that this year. When all you hear 24-7 lack 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 not enough not enough not enough not enough lack lack want 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 no you remind yourself jesus said come to me and eat and you'll never you'll never want in this life Because I am whatever you need. That's why at a wedding, when they said we ran out of wine, he said, You may have run out of wine, but you sure enough didn't run out of me. I got everything you'll ever need. I don't care what you're facing. Jesus said, I already got it for you. I supply all your needs, I give you everything you long for. And if I got anybody here that's thankful for Jesus, I'm going to give you, I feel like preaching right now, about 20 seconds. Open up your mouth and give God praise right now. I'm starting to feel it in this place. If you're glad you got Jesus, clap your hands and bless him right now. Holler
0: out, I don't lack anything. Say, if I got Jesus, I got everything. Shout right now and bless his
1: Everything. Everything. Calvary, thank you. Th- th- thank you. Thank you for being a church that loves the gospel. Th- th- thank you for giving hope. Watch this. Can I thank you for giving hope, but also giving food? Thank you for watch, not only declaring, but demonstrating the gospel. Thank you for being, see, this is what our mission is. Thank you for being willing, watch, to address people's spiritual hunger as well as their physical hunger. Oh, you don't don't believe you do that? Can I give you an update on what you did this week? Talking about ministering hope and food. Watch what you did. Check this out.
0: What's up, Calvary family? I'm here Saturday morning, 10 o'clock on the dot. We're about to pack 700 bags because of your generosity with the Love Totes outreach here at Calvary. I'm so excited, let's go in, let's pack these bags.
1: church. I am standing here with Pastor Kyle from Family First and Phased In. And right behind us, as you can see, we are loading up the love totes that you, Calvary, have made possible. I am so excited. We have 700 bags that are going to foster kids across Texas. Pastor Kyle, tell us where these bags are going.
0: They're, like you said, they're going all over the state because of the heart of this awesome house. Your awesome pastors we are blown away these kids the quality of what uh, i'm seeing here it's just going to be such a blessing for all of them on christmas
1: that's fantastic thank you calvary from the bottom of our hearts you guys have demonstrated the gospel to kids all across texas thank you so much Once again, we can't thank you enough, Calvary family. Please continue to be generous and demonstrate the gospel to everyone, every day, everywhere. I think you can do better than that, church. Come on. You did it. You did it. psalm 46 1 he says what god is your refuge and your strength a very present help in trouble let me tell you this truth replaces our fear with confidence as we realize lift up your hands i declare that his protection his provision his peace is given to you in this life not someday this life 2021, 2022 2023 and beyond what, is that, what does that confidence do to us? it inspires us to stop whining to God about our problems because church he already knows instead what do we do? we are believers we talk to our mountain about the faithfulness and the goodness of our God who takes care of us and then what do we do? I declare, you will watch those mountains move. In Jesus' name. I want to speak prophetically over you now. Write this down. This is is going to be a struggle for some of you, but you better hear. Hear the Spirit of God. Wrap your hope rope around this reality. God believes in you. Why do I say that? Why do I say that? God not only takes care of your present needs, but he also nurtures your unrealized dreams. I feel this strong. If you are someone in this worship experience today and you are dreaming about something, in 2022 you're dreaming about a business you're dreaming about a creative idea i'm talking to dreamers i'm not talking to somebody who just says well i have a dream but they ain't doing nothing about it i'm talking about people who are really there's something on the inside of them stirring up they know they're kingdom people they know there's more on their life and they know jesus wants to live his life in and through them to change the world if I'm talking to you when I count to three, hold your hand up high because I want to speak over you. One, two, three. Hold it up high. 1 Corinthians thirteen seven. Love always hopes. Watch. Put your hands down. Look at me. Love always hopes. God is love. He always hopes. The God who sees the end from the beginning... Has a rock solid hope in you. And that hope is not based on your potential, it's a reality. For you, it's just a dream. Watch. But he's already seen it. Some of y'all, you'll get it tonight at about 2 a.m., it's real. As good as done. Darren Hufford again, watch. Not only do we need hope to survive, but we need to know that God hopes in us as well. He says, the moment we lose sight of this, we cease to matter in our own eyes. He says, every child searches for their father's eyes of hope and approval. We were not only created to have hope in our father, But we were created to find hope in him as well. Those of you that lifted your hands a moment ago, I just want to say that I know that God has given you unique dreams. And I came today to remind you that no matter what you're looking at in the natural, He will help you realize them. Now lift up your hands. I prophesy in the name of Jesus that He is the God of restoration. As a matter of fact, next week I'm going to start talking about restoration. I declare more than before. I prophesy over you that He's turning your setbacks into stepping stones. I declare over you that your defeats He's turning into accomplishments. Your breakdowns are becoming breakthroughs. Whatever you've called loss. I declare more than before. If not in quantity, then in quality. If not in quality, then in quantity. In the name of Jesus. This is a church that believes the gospel. And you can say, Lord, restore. As a matter of fact, open up your mouth and say it. The Bible says that they did not say restore. They would not open their mouth and declare restoration. But we are a church who believes in a God of restoration. With hands lifted say it out loud say Lord say restore say it again say Lord restore now clap your hands and give God praise right now Hallelujah. so what's your part guard your hope guard your hope this year church there's a lot of distractions there's a lot of noise there's a lot of confusion you better guard your hope watch what you're listening to watch the noise watch what you're saying don't heed the lies that contradict the truth of god's word and stop church stop being seduced by the empty dreams of this world what'd that say what'd that say Hebrews 10, I told you I'd come back to it. it. said this. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope, the hope we profess. For he who promised, for he who promised, for he who promised it, for he who promised it, he's faithful. He who promised it, he's faithful. He who promised it he's faithful lift those hands he who promised it he's faithful he who promised it he's faithful he who
0: promised it he's faithful
1: he who promised it he's faithful lift those hands prophesy he who promised it he's faithful he who promised it he's faithful lift those hands say it he who promised it he's faithful he who promised it He's faithful.
0: Oh, he who promised it. He is faithful. He who promised it. He is faithful. He who promised it. He he who promised it oh, he's been so faithful. And if he said it, if he said it, for me, oh, He promised it. Oh, He is faithful, Lord, and I'm gonna keep trusting. I'm gonna keep trusting. Gonna keep trusting. Gonna keep trusting. Gonna keep trusting and believing. Gonna keep trusting and believing. My hope is built on the than Jesus Christ his righteousness promise oh, he who promised it he he who promised it he yeah he who promised it he is faithful he who promised it he Oh he who promised it oh, he, he is faithful he who promised it He is faithful He who promised it He is faithful He who promised it He who promised it He is faithful with him. He who promised he's faithful, he is faithful, he who promised it, he who promised it, he is faithful, he is faithful. He is faithful. All you dreamers, lift up those hands, he who promised it, oh I he is faithful, he who promised it, he who promised it, he's he faithful, he is faithful, he promised that. He is faithful. He who promised it. He is faithful. He who promised it. He is faithful. He who promised it. He is, he he is what are you going to say this week? Lift those hands, say, it. He who promised it. What is it? He is faithful. He who promised it. He what? He He is faithful. He who promised it. What is it? He He is is faithful. He who promised it. He who promised it. What is it? He is faithful. He who promised who promised it. What are we gonna remind each other? He who promises. Point at somebody, tell them. He is faithful. He who promises. He who promises. He is faithful. He who promises. He is faithful. He he is faithful. Say it again. He who he who promises. He is faithful. Three more times prophesy. He who promises. What is he? He is faithful. He who promises. He who promises. What is he? He is faithful. One more time. He who promises.
1: He is faithful. If this year you've had shattered hope, And you're ready to attach your hope rope to the one who says, I'm faithful. When I count to three, if I'm talking to you, hold your hand up high because you're walking out of here full of hope today. One, two, three. Hold it up. I have not done this in two years. But I feel it today, if you're willing and you can get out of your seat and walk to me right now if you have your hand lifted and you're comfortable with it and stretch out across this front. You don't have to if you don't want to, but I feel this today, stretch out across the front. Make room for my brothers and sisters that are coming. Just stretch out across the front. If you need a little space, you can make a little space. Boy, those of you that moved out of your seat, let me tell you something. This is why I believe in the, in the importance of... Of the local church because I'm not just talking to you but I need you talking to me I need the church to remind me pastor if he promised it he's gonna be faithful he's faithful he's full of faith he's always believing Even when I wasn't able to believe on my own, the Bible says, when I was faithless, he
0: remained faithful.
1: Say it again. Say it again. lift up your hands right now and just receive from the faithful one the one who's always believing always believing good things over you in Jesus name always believing good things over you I remind you today I need this. Lift those hands I declare over you now in the name of Jesus that there is always, always hope because Father God is alive and well and He rules and reigns and while you may suffer in this season, His his purposes, I prophesy, will prevail and it's always for your good, it's always for your good. There's always hope because Jesus died for your sins and the Bible says was raised to new life for your justification. I declare over every person who took a step out of their seat, may you be reminded that you've been declared right with God. There's always hope because the comforter, the advocate, Advocate, the helper the Holy Spirit he's made you his home address and he says I'm not gonna leave you and I'm not gonna forsake you you have power to overcome in this life there's always hope because the church that's us will always advance forward taking the good news of God's grace to new places his kingdom come his will be done in earth as it already is in heaven there's always hope you better hear me because God's love God's love casts out Fear. I come against fear right now in the name of Jesus. I come against fear. I break fear in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, there's always hope. Perfect love casts out all fear. In the name of Jesus, It's it's gotta go. 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 It's gotta
0: go. It's gotta go. In the name of Jesus. Keep loving. Keep serving. Keep Keep giving, keep going, keep trusting, keep living, keep your eyes on Jesus. If you believe it, lift up your hands and receive right now from the Father's love. He is faithful. Promise. He who promise, he'll be faithful. He is
1: faithful some of you been believing for children and they told you you can't have one he who promise, he'll, he who
0: promise. he'll promise he'll be faithful he'll promise he'll be faithful, he'll be faithful. He'll be faithful. He'll be faithful. he who promised he who promised He is faithful He'll be he faithful he who, he who promised He'll be faithful He who promised He'll be faithful. be faithful, he, is faithful. He, who he who promised He'll be faithful
1: your hands open your mouth in your own words just begin to bless him right now there's an anointing in this place Hopes rising up on the inside of you right now. There's a strong confidence rising up on the inside of you right now. Some of you, while your eyes are on Jesus, you're being healed in your bodies. Don't even focus on that. Keep your eyes on the faithful one right now. Say this week, church. He
0: who promised, what is it? He is faithful. He who promises,
1: He is faithful. Now we're gonna practice. We're gonna practice. Lift up your hands. Let's make our confession together today. You ready? One, two, three. God has not given me the spirit of fear. I can't hear you, church, but of power. Fear has no dominion over me because the greater one lives in me. He has given me the victory in every area of my life. The Lord is on my side, so I will not fear. What can man do to me? Nothing, because greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. The peace of God that passes all understanding guards my heart and mind through Christ Jesus. I've not received a spirit of slavery to fear, but I received the spirit of adoption whereby I cry, Abba, Father. I belong to the Lord and I'm no longer a slave to dread, fear, stress, anxiety, or depression. I don't allow my heart to be troubled because I trust in the Lord thank you lord that i dwell in the shadow of your wings and you protect me my steps are ordered by you and you lead me and guide me in the way i should go thank you lord that you are the good shepherd you're faithful that you'll watch over me and take care of
0: me. in jesus
1: you believe it clap your hands and give god praise he who promised is faithful if you need prayer there's going to be elders right up here we're going to keep declaring He who promises faithful. I love you, church. Walk in hope this week. I'll see you Friday night. We'll celebrate Christmas. I love you, church. Go enjoy your week in Jesus' name.
0: We encourage you to live generously and give generously. You can do that right there online on our app by searching and downloading Calvary Church CC. You can give on our website or you can text to give by texting Calvary IRV followed by the amount to 833 2456183 and I encourage you to set up your recurring giving Calvary let's remain consistent and faithful in the face of inconsistency